It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to another episode of TV Line's Dream Emmy podcast. I'm managing editor Kimberly Roots. Susan Kelechi Watson plays Beth Pearson on NBC's wildly successful This Is Us. In season three, she got an opportunity to showcase her talent in a Beth-centric episode titled Our Little Island Girl. And we think that her work in that hour, as well as her work in the rest of the season, deserves some serious recognition come Emmy time. So my guest today is Susan Kelechi Watson. Susan, thank you for being here. Amazing oh, to have you here, mm-hmm. um, especially because we have this crazy three-season renewal right? to discuss. Yeah. I mean, talk to me. Um, obviously, you knew about this ahead of other people, but yeah. um, tell me, three seasons is is it? That's like not done in television. It's not. We keep having like these moments of like this hasn't been done, which which I hope it doesn't ruin TV jobs for me for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I'm used to three seasons at a time. What's happening here? <laughs> um, no, this this was um, such a great gift. It's such a great gift to know that your you know network is behind you, your studio's behind you, your team is behind you. Mm-hmm. They believe in our our showrunner, the writers, and what we as the actors are bringing to it. And there's just so many parts of it. So so many people are bringing their best selves to this job. It's it's you can't even get into all the the different areas but um it acknowledges everybody mm-hmm. when you say okay we want to do this three more times and when the audience doesn't go oh god <laughs> three more what the hell no um i mean i think the opposite i saw a lot of like i hope this isn't it like i hope this isn't the exactly. last hurrah yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. yeah so it's really That's... great it feels really welcoming and the first time we got picked up it was for two seasons mm-hmm. after the first season and then now it's for three and um yeah i mean we're, it's a gift it's a gift for us uh you and i spoke right after the two season pickup and i mm-hmm. remember you kind of being like as an actress like you don't get these things right like i mean has have you gotten at all used to the fact that that the, sh- the network is so invested in it i mean this gives you a little breathing room i would imagine it does and um you start to you know kind of understand and, and and they're so good about um how they shepherd our show so you get you get like okay we're we're here and they believe in us and we'll be here for a while and um but it's still never i don't know if it ever gets old people constantly say that oh you i, I know people tell you this all the time but and i'm like you know i don't think that can get old <laughs> right. i i personally don't right, you know what right. i mean and and especially I try to take it in every time people say it because it really means something to that person. And like, I know what it is to be on the other side of that. And to tell you the truth, I kind of always imagine like, what if this was like my mom or like my nephew or something? You know what I mean? Like people who want to do that and say that. And I, I you know, and I've, I kind of, I know what it means to like sort of watch people on TV. There's people I've grown up watching that if I ever had a chance to say something, I would have just, you know, yeah. fell all over myself trying to say it, right. you know? Right. So, um, you know, a, you know, I don't know how to get tired of compliments. I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I maybe when you different. do, that's when you need to like kind of hang yeah, it up, right? Yeah, maybe like, you need to like take a break. <laughs> no, maybe. Like you need to just go away, lay on a beach somewhere and then gear up. 
Yeah. Um, so instantly I, I heard this and I'm like, how far ahead do they know what's mm -hmm. happening to their characters? So how, I'm going to ask you, how yeah. far ahead do you know now? Okay, so I, this is in all honesty. I don't know much right mm -hmm. now at all. Like people were asking me since we've gotten the pickup, okay, so what can you tell us about next season? I know that we're moving into like Philly, that Randall and Beth have reconciled and all is right in the world yes. at this point. Um, that Beth is alive. Like these are the things that I know. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And it's fun. That's good. Yeah. You know. And and you know, I don't even care if I don't know. As long as Dan knows, I'm good. <laughs> as long as there is a roadmap yeah, that someone yes, has. As long as there is a captain who knows how to sail the ship, I'm good. How how does it usually work? Like, do you hear from a producer or Dan or whoever ahead of the season? Like, this is kind of how your trajectory is going to be for the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan will sit us down and give us like the you know the once over about what they have and what they're planning, and um, if we have any input, any feedback, or anything. If there's something that we feel like from our own lives we can add, mm -hmm. or something that excites us, or you know, I, I've I've never quite felt like oh the wrong direction or you yeah. know anything mm -hmm. like that, but. Um, but it's an but it's an open forum that if I that if I did feel like oh I have a question about that or what about this I I, I would feel comfortable too because mm -hmm. it's a very open door policy. But they've been writing the next season since um, since before we finished our last season. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, you know what you should ask Sterling because he sits in that writers room all. I was gonna say also that man can talk. Yeah. <laughs> I said that with all the love, but he's not afraid to like drop a tease. Yeah, yeah, no, he'll so he'll funny. do it. I and I now I just put it on him, because I'm like, oh, Sterling will tell you, and that gets me out of it. <laughs> and he probably will. <laughs> um, uh, do they? I know that that um, Randall and Beth's house was like the most expensive set that it must have been, right? Right. I mean, it was essentially an actual house. Essentially, bigger yeah. than my apartment by far. Oh, by far, right? Yeah, I've um, never even seen your apartment. I'm you, but you. you know, yeah. it's bigger than my apartment. <laughs> in New York, I know. Did they? Did they? Were you there when they tore it down? Have you seen it in any I kind wasn't, of like? I wasn't, but I was there right before they did because we shot the last thing, you know, the last few scenes in there, mm -hmm. and then they um, took a. People were like, oh, you should take pictures. I was like, no, I got it. I got DVDs. I got Netflix, Hulu. I got everything. Um, and um, you know, I, 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 I didn't want to be sentimental like that because I wanted mm -hmm. to be able to let it go and, and do the new thing next right. season. Um, but yeah, she's gone. She's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that bedroom is gone where... The bedroom is gone. I mean, there was a lot of magic that happened there, but there was also... Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all out of order. I wanted to hit, like, our little island girl first and then yeah, go, yeah, but no, we're but just going to go yeah, for R&B. just doing, yeah. Um, that was a crazy, intense episode mm -hmm. for you and Sterling. Mm -hmm. So good. I oh, mean, and the framing device of the argument mm -hmm. was just something that, that was, like, it blew me away. Um, we're going to listen to a little clip of it right oh, now. Oh, my goodness. I am tired of having this fight. We have been having the same fight ever since we met. I don't want to be swallowed up by you and then you sweet talk me and do whatever the hell you want. You have turned me into your mother. Hey, don't bring my mother into this. Well, she's already in it. You don't even realize it, but they're both in it. Admit that you think that your job is more important than mine. That's absurd. Admit it. You hear that clip or you think about that, mm -hmm. that bit. Like, what's the first thing that pops into your head? I remember doing the scene um, with SK, and I remember walking past him 
as I said, because I'm I'm getting what I want and you're not, or something that line that's um, mm-hmm. it's like it's something like uh, no, because I refuse to give up my own life to accommodate yours. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and the way that she said it, I speak to like third person, but the yeah, way okay. that Beth said, there was something about like you knew that it was going down. Like from this point on, the gloves were off, and we're just really saying what what is going on here and what has been going on here, and there was no way that this fight was going to end pretty. That's what I knew I, at the end. They, in those moments. They had so many lines this past season, both both Beth and Randall, where I kept saying to my husband, because he watches with me, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, like, obviously every relationship has those things you know about each mm-hmm. other, but you don't say them because you know, there's, like you said, there's no coming back yeah. from that. And they just kept hitting those, those notes. <laughs> like, the, right. Which, I mean, I think made everyone very, very worried, mm-hmm. right? Um, did you and Sterling do a lot of rehearsal for for that episode, the fight, and kind of the flashbacks? What what's your process like, the two of you, in a very like charged scene like that or episode like that? To come to set prepared, one of the things that Sterling, I remember him saying to me, like, you know, we might have to have our own corners that day, and we thought we would, we didn't. Really? We would just. We didn't, you know, we still ended up, you know, talking to one another and being ourselves mm-hmm. with one another. But there was a preparation that we both brought to it. It wasn't something we were going to rehearse together. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that we were going to, hey, you want to run lines real quick? No, it was like, I hope you know your side. Huh. I know mine. <laughs> the look on your face, which cannot translate. I want to just tell everyone, it scared the poop out of me, what you just did to me. And I'm not even in it. It's not even me. Um, now we, you know, moving into season four, um, showrunner Isaac Aptiker told us that this is going to be, they're in a much healthier place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the quote, oh, what you tell you? the quote is so hopeful that I actually wrote oh, it down. Oh, yes. um, he said, uh, they're, they're in a quote, more equal place as partners. And they're, they're moving toward uh, a stage in their relationship, quote, where Beth isn't constantly swallowing a piece of herself to let Randall have his dreams. Wow. I mean, that sounds like a good place wow. to be Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> Ooh-wee. <laughs> but, oh. so that said, right, that's, like, yeah. great if, like, if Beth is my girlfriend and I'm like, I'm so glad you guys got through that. Yeah. Beth is a TV character, like, conflict is necessary, yeah, right? right? Where do you think her next challenge might be? Hmm, that's good. Uh, probably in her own managing of her new dreams and with uh, family. Mm-hmm. Um and also just finding it now. Like the success, you can't just be meteoric, I, I think, out the gate. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's not like, and I'm now opening Alvin A. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's going to be some little storefront and right. you're going to try to make something happen. Right. And, um, and find a new life in this new place. And so, um, and then there's still family stuff that happens. So I feel like there's still... Um, definitely conflict to be had and of course that's where all the juicy meaty stuff is but I love the fact that it's not like here's this woman so of course there's conflict with just the husband and the kids right you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I like that women can not be put in a box and and that's what I 
it, when I, you know, play Beth, that is always something that I'm striving for to make sure she is seen as an individual and not as any other label, but Beth first, you know, mm -hmm. and then you can put any other label on her. But let's not forget that women are whole people that have dreams, hopes, aspirations, you know, have loved and lost and pains and sorrows and happiness and joy that is individual to them. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> not to forget about seeing the wholeness of a woman and not just letting her be defined by anything and even career. Because sometimes we'll say, yeah, well, you know, wife and mom, but even career is putting something, oh, yeah. a label. And you don't want to stop short of that. You want people to just see you in your fullness and, and everything that that is and how beautiful it is and how you know sexy it is and how sad it can be or vulnerable it can be and how strong it can be and all those things. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's, that's what's always so important. And so um, there's so many different ways to find conflict that I'm not scared of the fact that it's not going to come maybe between Randall and I. Mm -hmm. It'll come somewhere because that's life and the show is very good about finding the things in life that kind of take hold of us yeah. and we have to grapple with them to figure them out. For real. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, we got so much more of a fullness, a fuller understanding rather of who Beth is by mm -hmm. seeing a chunk of her life in the past, right? right? Um, fans had wanted that for yeah. seasons, right? Mm -hmm. um, which I, I would imagine is is kind of you know a cool thing to hear but also maybe pressure gives mm -hmm. you a little bit of pressure what going into that episode did you feel a different way about it than you would about an episode where you're kind of more part of the ensemble huh I definitely it wasn't a pressure of what the story would be um, I try not to jump into the minds of the audience just oh so that, yeah. you know, you, know <laughs> you don't, I mean? you don't read the comments in whatever try, way that yeah, goes. <laughs> I, exactly. Because I was right. like, if I do, then I, in, in a way I'm not strong enough to not change up my character or do little things that might influence, yep. you know, so that part of me tries to separate so that I can be this, uh, you know, stay true to this thing that people, um, feel for you know they feel for and you know and I don't want to kind of change that but um I think that knowing you know people wanted to know more about her just felt really good it was like oh wow like they see something in her that they can identify with or they're curious about mm -hmm. and so I was excited to to bring that to the table there was stuff in the episode that was intimidating in terms of like I didn't know this side of Beth. I don't know these vulnerabilities in Beth. I don't know. Now she's not a vulnerable person, but these specific vulnerabilities and what she, the losses that she's dealt with, a lot of it was new to me right. when I read the script. Right. So I had to recalibrate in a lot of ways, but I wanted people to still see her, mm -hmm. you know? So it was mm -hmm. that balancing act of like, you know, she can't be this totally different Beth, but like, yeah, what is Beth like when she gets around her mom and she can't talk and she can't right. really you know, express herself in the way that she wants to, but how amazing is it to see where she got that from, that strength from, and you know, and, and all those things that I think came so beautifully together in that episode. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of the reasons why I try to um, just tune in to kind of stay in the bubble as yeah. long as I can. Yeah, yeah. But I did know, of course, that people wanted to hear about her story, and you know, and the fans are just so, they, they're so good to Beth. They really are. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean they have good reason to be good to really, bad. They're really good to her, and I appreciate it. Like, one of the things I appreciated the most is when they, they wrote that there were articles written about her not dying, and I just, I really thought it was a joke. Like, when people were first writing it, I was oh, like, no. oh, oh, ha- that's that's hilarious, is one of the things I said. Oh, that's hilarious that people would, you know, and then people were serious, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, first of all, they really think I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, that... um how passionate, you know, we get. And, and I can't forget that, you know, as a fan, I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As a fan, uh, you know, of um, characters throughout, you know, my TV history, I've, I've been the same way. So it really feels good to be a part of that now, mm-hmm. to be so be that for somebody else. I was going to say, as someone, I think, who wrote one of those stories about Beth not dying, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, they, <laughs> yes. Because that's what our readers wanted. They were worried. Yeah. You know, this mm-hmm. is... In this Game of Thrones world, you never know who's oh, gonna. Oh, please don't get me started on. Shows. That's a whole other podcast, That's a whole other right? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. I I'm wonder. I was wondering. I know that your dance background played a huge part in mm-hmm. the kind of conception of the, of who Beth was and what she had gone through in her past. Um, I was wondering, as you're physically preparing for this episode in which you did all your own dancing, mm-hmm. amazing. Are, were there like were there muscles you hadn't used in a while oh, that were? Talk about it now. Come on, come on. <laughs> oh, we about to go to church. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm watching you move so beautifully, mm-hmm. and as someone who cannot dance at all, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like, like these are. You look like you move like that all the time. Mm-hmm. I know that you say that you do not move like that uh-huh. every day. Uh-huh. So I'm a, I'm 41. I know yeah. that these things do not. You're not a stretchy. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like look. so. Anyway, I will shut up now. No, Please let's tell be me. real about it. So I got. They gave me a trainer one day. Um, Isaac called me. First of all, I think it was Kay Oyagun, who's mm-hmm. one of our writers, who texted me and said, because our first season, they kind of asked, they would ask people, you know, anything about yourself that you want us to know. Mm-hmm. Then, so, you know, possibly they can use it in a storyline. And I remember going to the writer's room one day, and I remember afterwards just texting Kay and saying, you know, just so you guys know, I, I was a dancer. And she was like, oh, really? I said, yeah, just so you have it. I don't know if you'll ever need it, but just so you know. Um, and this is at a time where they're developing like Chrissy singing and you know, Mandy's yep. all this stuff. So I just yep. kind of threw it out there and didn't know what would happen with it. So now three <laughs> seasons later, I get a text from Kay that says, um, I think it was just this. She was like, so you really dance? Question mark. And I was like, yeah. And I wrote back, yeah. She's like, but you really love it, love it. <laughs> like, yeah. And that was it. And she's like, cool. And I said, okay. And so the next thing I know, I was um, actually shooting a film at the time that we were shooting the show. I was doing both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I get a call in Pittsburgh from a- uh, Isaac. And he was like, so, um, hey, we want to do this uh, dance, you know, you doing ballet, Beth, Beth did ballet, and we want um, you, you to start training as soon as you can. And I was like, really? I said, okay, let- Isaac, okay, so does it have to be ballet? I said, anything else? Because, okay. And he said, um, yeah, no, it needs to be about. I said, you sure you don't want, like, Afro-Brazilian? She didn't do Afro-Brazilian dance back in the day. He said, no, we need to be about. It's okay. So they, um, I said, well, I worked with this um, brilliant young woman, Nia Brantley. Mm-hmm. I worked with Nia. And um, uh, they, we, I trained for two months and a week. Mm-hmm. And four times a week, like two hours a day. And then we kind of went down to like one hour a day. And I remember the days of like trying to get my leg up in the air Mm -hmm. and the days of like, oh my gosh, doing a turn and a pirouette. And then I remember when it started to get like, oh, my leg's in the air. 
oh yeah i just did that prayer like it you know like it's things started to sink in but um when i realized dance is really muscle memory a lot of it is just in the mm -hmm. muscles and it'll do it again it may not do it the way it used to it may take a few minutes to get <laughs> oh no it may take the first month but um <laughs> but it 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 knows it and it actually like riding a bike it actually wants to kind of do it again and but this time I did it with someone who made me feel good in my body and good about doing it in my body because you know ballet can be polarizing and it, mm -hmm. for me it was very discriminating people told me my butt was too big and my stomach stuck out and I didn't have the body for it and all these things and and what I, I have the body for it I have the body to do what I want to do mm -hmm. but um, but now I, I'm at an age and at a time where I, I know that and I'm not asking some teacher for that affirmation. Yeah. Some teacher doesn't know uh, better. So I was with somebody who, who affirmed all of those things and used all those things. It was all beautiful and it all worked. And, um, and yeah, I got to a place that I felt like, okay, yeah, I did that dance. Was it perfect? But no, not by any stretch, but thank God. Beth didn't have to be because right? she hadn't danced right, right, right. in 15 years. You know what I yeah. mean? So it was, it was kind of perfect for where it was. It, I mean, you kind of addressed this a little bit, but going back into that mindset and training and everything mm -hmm. obviously brought up some of the feelings, right? That, mm -hmm. and, and because it is muscle memory and it's so deep, mm -hmm. those feelings are deep in your body right. too, right? Did, was there stuff that kind of bubbled to the surface about that you kind of had to redeal with after all these years as you were training? Yeah, I had to re, I did. And, and like I said, it was sort of the, I let, I was in a space and place, especially being so young, where I allowed somebody to take something from me, mm -hmm. which was the way I loved dance, mm -hmm. you know? And um, fortunately, I stayed dancing all my life mm -hmm. and just found other areas to do it. But ballet in particular, just, it, it exemplified those types of, I don't know, that type of discrimination, I mm -hmm. guess. I, I don't know a better word for it. Mm -hmm. And at least that's how it was for me. Mm -hmm. And um, and the teachers that I dealt with mm -hmm. in that area. So, um, yeah, so I didn't have a lot of good memories yeah. about ballet. I didn't, you know. And then there was things that happened to me when I was in dance school, like the girls didn't like me when mm -hmm. I was younger and they like stole things from me. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, you know, there's just all these things that like happened at that time that was a mix of like foolish things that kids do when they're young or they feel insecure or they feel whatever. Right. But it was all this was mixed in with my trying to love this thing and like right. do the thing that I loved. But fortunately, I didn't let it stop me. I just found other places to do it. And like when I went to Howard, then I was surrounded by people whose bodies were mm -hmm. similar to mine, if not fuller, mm -hmm. way fuller. And we're doing extraordinary things right. with their body. Right. And so that part of me, um, that was like, that was revolutionary to me. I was like, I thought we weren't allowed to do this. <laughs> Isn't that, doesn't that mess you up when you think back, like uh, yeah. all the times? Mm -hmm. You, like you just didn't do something because someone else yeah, thought that someone else thought they tried to take it from yeah. you you know isn't that something that people try to steal those things from you and we have to kind of be vigilant and like pay attention to like but I still love that thing so I'm gonna find mm -hmm. my way you know what I mean mm -hmm. into it and maybe I have to do it on my own terms mm -hmm. but I'm gonna find it and so I stayed passionate about it and I found it again and I found all these beautiful women who were doing it and fabulous and that's when I recognized I should not be dancing all the time 
these women are way better than me. <laughs> I said, let me go on here and act. Hold on a second. I'm going to go switch this. But I, but I did dance a lot, and it ended up being my minor. And I did mm-hmm. end up performing at Howard because mm-hmm. though I wasn't a dance major, they did see the the um, you know that I that I could really dance well, yeah. and so they did like put me on stage with their performers and things like. So I got a chance to perform, and I did all that, and so that was great, and that like um, validated what I was feeling Good. enough. But I knew that I was a better actor than I was a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to see other people do something. <laughs> I um I know uh, you had had a relationship with Felicia Rashad uh, mm-hmm. ahead of her playing your mom, but that she was also kind of on your dream list, right? Mm-hmm. For are there other actors or actresses that you would love to see? Kind of that maybe your top two or three that you're like dying to work with on the show. Oh my goodness, gosh! I know it's so hard. Many. It's always hard to it's narrow really down. It's really hard to narrow down. But you mean like as I mean like mom? on the show? Would you let like? Oh my goodness! Anybody like gosh, people that I, you know, I would love to see work. I would love to see like Meryl Streep work. Yeah. I would love to look in her eyes and see what is she doing? What magical, mystical thing is she doing? Mm -hmm. Because I am really um, enthralled with people who can just be somebody else. And you believe it from the head to the toe, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like always in this constant state of learning. So there's people that I always think about well who do I want to like learn from right Mm -hmm. and who and sometimes just bouncing um, words back and forth with somebody in a scene you're just learning because what they're giving you makes you respond a certain way Mm -hmm. so there are um, you know it's hard for me to say on the spot a dreamless but I think Mm -hmm. of her just because of I think of her as a character actor and I think of myself as a as a character actor yet Mm -hmm. she's a lead as well of course you know Mm -hmm. she's a lead and um, and I feel that way about myself as well, but there's something about um, playing characters that I really love. I just love to kind of try to disappear into mm-hmm. somebody completely mm-hmm. different, yeah. So cool. Before I let you go, I'm wondering, um, you know, we talked a little bit about, like, is this the end? I mean, do you, do you think that, have you heard anything or do you have any inclination that, like, three seasons and we're gonna be done with this, the Pearson story as we know it? I, I know that Dan has an ending to this mm-hmm. to the story and knows it. And I know that he wants to take the time to to really get there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Explore um, all the storylines mm-hmm. and to get to that ending. So I know it has a beginning, middle and an end. Right. And I can't say when the when end that's is. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. But I know that it has one. Yeah. I, that that he I think he said he's already written. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the security. So we know where, where it's going mm-hmm. and how long it's going to take to get there, I guess, is the thing that's not in, in stone yet. Of course. Yeah. Do you do you have any sense, you know, a lot of showrunners at this kind of point hand it off and then kind of go off to do other stuff. Right. Do you have any inclination, or any idea of whether he's around? He better not. <laughs> Are you listening to that? Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> Mr. Fogelman, don't be leaving us. (laughs) No, we have to do it with Dan. I mean, you know, the great thing is that he's put really amazing, you know, folks um, right there with him Mm -hmm. and and Elizabeth and Mm -hmm. and Isaac. But I can't imagine doing this without Dan. Mm -hmm. I really, he's just the visionary. And, and yeah, we like it like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we've been asking your your whole cast this this week at Upfronts. Mm-hmm. Um, given that the show is so flashback heavy, is there any area of Beth's life that has not been mined yet that you're like mm-hmm. really curious about or that you've thought about maybe it would be cool if they could do a look back at that? I actually, they covered so much in that one episode mm-hmm. when they did that many, but I was always been curious about before Randall and Beth got married, like before the engagement or during the mm-hmm. engagement. Like those were the times that I was always most curious about with them. I just want to see who they were before they became you know mm-hmm. and that and and what were they dealing with like you know at that time and and what where were they living and like what were you know so that that's i i would love to go back to that point again mm-hmm. like the, before they get married or maybe right after their engagement like what was that about mm-hmm. um and i loved uh seeing the younger versions of beth like, i mean just beautifully played um and and so beautifully explored and um, but f- the fun for me is like I love jumping back in time with her too. So I like I like playing um, with the, the the time before we get together and before mm-hmm. uh, we get married. And hopefully we'll do more of that. Yeah, yeah. I would like, and I like older Beth too. I think she's she's really cool. I love her hair. I love her hair. Yeah, I love her hair. So the I, first time I saw her, I was like, "That's Debbie Allen realness right there." Yeah. She like fame. Like I was, I was in right, it with you. Right. <laughs> I was waiting for the sweat I line. Was like, you Where know? was the cane? <laughs> bang on his floor. What's happening? Yeah. But, but it also like the we haven't seen her say very much in the future. Um, do, is there? Do you think that there's a significant shift in her personality from where we are in the present to mm. where she's in the future? I bet there is. I bet there's a. Um, that there is something about her that's different. That she's the Beth who gets, you know, who did follow her dream in mm-hmm. some way and has gained a sense of independence mm-hmm. through doing that. So I bet there is. I bet there would have to be something about the dynamic with the kids that had to change and, you know, and mm-hmm. with Randall that had to shift. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's like any major, but there maybe there's a, a sense of, um, a confidence that she she might have mm-hmm. in in where she is now that that feels good and and like fighting for that you know that she had kind of pushed through and won that battle and now she's in a space that she feels whole in. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for coming by. Thanks for having me. Yay. Hey. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.